0: When I am called to duty, God, Wherever flames may rage, Give me the strength to save a life. Whatever be its age, Help me embrace a little child for it is too late Or to save unknown the person From the horror of that fate Enable me to be learned And hear the weak, it shout efficiently to put the fire around. I want to feel, to feel my calling and give the best in me. To God, my every neighbor
1: here we are we're back no ready player you i'm matthew and i'm michael
2: since we're doing a professional
1: <laughs> yes a professional because our next guest he doesn't know me as matt when we were younger you would call Yeah, asked if matt was there and he's like no there's no matt here there's a matthew
3: <laughs>
1: and uh this guest is uh my older brother jerry um He's been a firefighter for thirty uh, something years. Uh, recently retired, and now he's going to be our technically our third
2: interview that we've done. Well, with, the the first one we did was without in person. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but so it'll be this our second phone call interview. Se- our
1: second phone interview. Yes, we've
2: had phone guests before, but this will be our second phone call interview.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's uh, get him online and see if we can talk to him. Jerry.
2: Hey, what's going on?
4: Did you hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah there we no, go. No, yeah, we can hear there you, yeah. we go.
2: The Bluetooth <laughs> was acting up. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's all
5: right. I was just, we were just rocking out the Pantera, and you guys interrupted
2: it. Bro, <laughs> sorry about that. In fact, I just... I just heard the other day that Pantera is pulling out of Aftershock for some reason that they they said undisclosed uh, out of their control. Oh. Yeah, I, yeah,
1: I just this saw.
5: It uh, Pantera and David Allen Coe.
1: Whoa. Yes, yes, Pantera. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, we want to uh, you know talk to you about uh, your career, um. No, how long uh, you've been firefighting and uh, all that kind of stuff? Uh, any kind of information that you want to give us?
4: Okay, yeah, that's cool. Tell me when to
1: start. Uh, what? Uh, what got you? Uh, what got you into uh, firefighting? Um, did you ever think about being uh, maybe a smoke jumper, like our dad did? What? No, got you, or did dad give you that push? And you're just oh, you're doing it because dad did it? Okay,
3: all right. Well, um, so I just retired.
5: In June, June 30th, I retired after 30 years of the federal government. I started in 1991. I worked for the state of Washington for a couple of years. Growing up as a kid, you know, our dad was a firefighter, and I always kind of wanted to follow in his footsteps. He wanted me to be a teacher or a professor or go into the military or do something, but after after high school, I went right to college, went to university, lived in the dorms.
4: <laughs> Realized,
5: you know, this isn't what I want to do. I don't want to sit here and be a college kid. I want to. I want to fight fire. So, uh, I graduated. When I graduated, like within a week, I was on a fire crew. Uh, dad helped me get in there, get my my foot in the door, and then, um, yeah, I started uh, 1991 a week after I graduated. Worked up in Washington uh, for the state of Washington, a couple of years. Then I moved down to California. I uh, spent a couple of years working on uh, 10 person fire crews, and then uh, in 1995 I got hired on my first hotshot crew. Um, hotshot crews are uh, 20 person, sort of, uh, you know, a lot
1: of people kind of describe it as like the special forces of, of wildland firefighting. but No, I'll, I'll say um, I, I'll, I'll, I always thought of it like maybe the Marines of. Uh, uh firefighting, so no, you're saying more of uh, special forces.
4: Yeah, because it
5: was um, there's, there at the time when I started, there was less than fifty hotshot crews in the entire country. So there was less than a thousand people out of you know in the entire country that were on hotshot crews. Now there's something like hundred and fifty or close to two hundred hotshot crews. Uh, back when I first
2: started, thirty, you know, almost thirty years ago, there was only fifty. Is so you is really had to,
4: to work
2: hard to get on them. Is 150 a lot, or is that still considered way not enough?
5: So it's kind of, it depends on who you ask, because, you know, you, you can't just have a bunch of crews and call them hot shot crews if they're not. Cause, so a hot shot crew has 20 people on it, it has a superintendent, either one or two captains, squad leaders, and then <coughs> each of the firefighters have to have a, a certain number of, uh, of fire seasons. Uh, you can only have, you know, three or four rookies who've never fought fire before. So there's a, there's standards. There's a, it's called the Interagency Hotshot Standard. And so, um, you have
2: to meet those standards. So you can't just put a bunch of dudes together and call it a hotshot crew. Right. Cause um, that'll, that'll reduce they, the amount of risk and life safety.
5: Exactly. Exactly. And then, um, the, the superintendent, the captain, the squad leaders there's all, they all have, um, Uh, Qualification, pretty high standards in order to be in that position. You have to be qualified at a a pretty, pretty high uh, level. So you you, you can't just throw people together. So and then when there was only fifty crews in the entire country, it was really hard to get on one. So I got on one. I spent uh, six years on one, and then I I got a permanent position as a squad leader up in Idaho on a hotshot crew. I helped start it Um, in two thousand one. It was Idaho City Hotshots. It was a very um first year of that crew and so i helped build a hotshot crew it was a superintendent a captain a couple of squad leaders and then some credit cards and we went off and, and built a crew um then i went to wyoming for a year on a hotshot crew back to idaho city and then i came back to california running a, a crew for the bureau of land management i did that for five years
2: That'll, that'll do it to you yeah that'll do it to you
1: uh matthew remembers the Berlin, no? yeah 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 i so i i do remember and i do remember um <clears throat> what you're in uh what was it what wyoming that uh we had to go up where was it we uh they, you had like your storage or something like oh, that that um that place that you just had uh you uh you helped uh, start yeah, that crew
5: yeah, that was in Idaho. Idaho,
1: yeah, now, that's right.
5: If you talk to any wildland firefighter who's been around a while, you're going to hear stories of, whoa, a broken heart and alcohol and parties and all kinds of different things. Uh, yeah, it's an it's, uh, interesting lifestyle that we live. Um, living that retired life, you know, golfing. and uh...
2: Well, that sounds way better. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I can hear you way better yeah. now. Oh, yeah.
5: Yeah, I was in my car, so it was. I was uh, I was driving, so sorry about that.
6: Nah, no, no, no worries. No. Um, no. so, so, yeah,
5: so most of my, the first, I think, 10 years of my career were all seasonal, so I only worked in the summertime. I was off in the winter, so I'd go stay with my mom, or I'd go, uh, you know, try to put up with my brother and sister <laughs> as long as I could.
4: Yeah, um, but
2: you're at the bar most of the time, though, too, I mean, you're single, no kids, and... So, the yeah, hotshot crews, the hotshot crews, are you guys on call when the season is obviously when it's fire season? Are you guys on call all the time or like 24 7? Yes. In
1: the summertime,
5: we we're always available. Um, <clears throat> we would work from the station, you know, 40 hours, and then we'd just be available. Um, it's what's called the national resource, so we could travel anywhere in the country. I've been to. 23, 24 different states in my mm-hmm. career on fire. Um, Alaska a couple times, Tennessee, Virginia, uh, Wisconsin, Texas. Been
1: all around the country No, um, sorry. But, fire. Uh, speaking of Texas, um, you were out there when the uh, shuttle Columbia uh, had exploded and guys had to go get uh, the pieces, right?
5: Yes, yes. So in 2001, when the space shuttle
1: crashed... Uh, three um, three i believe i looked at it, it was uh oh, 2003. three yeah, you're right no yes.
5: three not 2001 you're right 2003 yep i went to uh texas and i spent three weeks there um looking for space shuttle parts they mobilized a bunch of uh firefighters and uh we went out there and did that
1: so and you were yep, able to I meet up with there. dad too huh
5: uh, i didn't meet up with him but he was there as well he was oh, yeah. in a different area
1: oh okay yeah. I, I, I remember hearing um, the story, but I, I thought somehow you guys had uh, met up or something, so I might have heard a different...
5: So I did cross paths with Dad a couple of times, once in South Dakota and then once in uh, 1996 in um, um, Yosemite. Okay,
2: did you know Empire. you were going to cross paths with him, or was
5: it like a, hey, what are you no. doing here? <clears throat> so I'm standing in line for dinner, and I hear, hey, asshole, <laughs>
4: and I
1: look back, at
5: Dad. When yeah. It's-
4: yeah Uh,
1: that was uh that was uh my brother's uh uh, nickname from my dad asshole and he used to call me asshole junior so (laughs) that's funny yeah um so um i
4: heard that i
5: heard hey asshole and i looked and it's him and then um so we had dinner together and and breakfast in the morning and then we ended up leaving and so i only saw him for just
2: that one night but hey but that's a memory that's gonna live forever
5: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! For sure, for sure. How cool! Yep. Yep. And then, um, you know, our our dad died on a fire assignment in Colorado, um, in 2005. So you know, obviously not great, but another memory, another.
1: Yeah, that's uh, a. Yeah. Um, and where was that? That picture of uh, you, Dad, and Jake. You know which one I'm talking that was about.
5: In South we were we were coming home from a fire in Virginia and we got um diverted to a fire in South Dakota and we ended up meeting up with Dad and Jake
1: then. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, no that's yeah. cool. Um um, um no um, actually I was um actually, I watched um only the Brave the other night. Um just because I you know it's yeah. a hot a hot shot cruise and uh you knew uh one of the guys on that crew, correct? Yes. I know. Um, it's it's a movie. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, uh, so it's Eric
5: Marsh, Eric Marsh, the superintendent of the crew. Hmm. Um, I spent two weeks with him and the crew back in two thousand and seven on a fire up in Oregon, and so I got to know him pretty well. Really, really good guy, Eric Marsh. He was from North Carolina. Hmm. Just a really solid dude. Yeah.
1: And then um, and that was played know, by and uh, was Josh Brolin. <clears throat> so and then. Where were you out on that fire, or did you like? How did you find? Did you know about that fire, the Yarnell? Yeah, that was the
5: Yarnell Hill fire. Right. Um, I just found out from a, a friend of mine called me up and said, "Hey, you know, a hotshot crew was was killed," and um, and so that's that's how I
1: found out. Yeah, and I I, I looked it up, and uh, they just they they had they deployed their fire shelters. They they did everything right. Uh, But something with, you know, the winds and, and I guess by the time they got the crews out there, like they, they couldn't find anybody. There was just nothing left to find or something, I believe.
5: Yeah. They, something <clears throat> happened. They ended up probably where they shouldn't be. And then, and then they were killed. Yeah. Um, 19
4: of them. I mean, 19 people. Damn. 19
1: of them. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. And, um, and that they said that was uh the greatest loss. Uh, firefighters
2: since 9/11. Jesus Christ! Yes, correct. Since that fire, has there been any any way that they like? Okay, I know this is tragic, but what can we learn to prevent this in the future?
5: Yeah. So what what they do anytime there's a fatality is they do um they they look at it and they okay how can we fix this or how did it happen what can we do in the future? There's been a few things that came out of that.
3: Oh. <laughs>
1: that one I hear my nephew <laughs>
5: sorry yeah I'm with my my friend and his oh. wife and uh, I just gave him a picture of my son who for his junior pictures in high school decided not to he's wearing like Hawaiian shorts a mismatched shirt that's not even his it's his buddy's, <laughs> and uh yeah the Monterey shorts he didn't even know he was yeah anyway it's just pretty funny the way he he dressed yeah um so i'm actually on my way right now he's the the girls are doing powder puff i don't know if they still do that everywhere but up here they do Mm. powder puff football where the girls play yeah uh, i think somewhere
2: i think around fresno they still do it
5: yeah so he's coaching um so he's, he's coaching about the girl um for football, so um, uh, <clears throat> anyway, what, what was i saying uh,
2: about about the precautions that they came out yeah. with after that fire? Yeah, and,
5: yeah, they they do case studies and they try to learn from any time there's a fatality, they try to to learn from it. You know, people don't really talk about it, but they they, they violated a couple of that. We have what's called the 18 standard 18 standard rules for firefighting, and, and they kind of violated a couple. Like we're just not nobody's quite sure why they decided to leave their safety zone and go down into the unburned area. That's kind of a puzzle. We're not really sure. But anytime there's a fatality in the in the wildland, they try to learn from it and, and figure out what happened. So
4: yeah.
5: uh, unfortunately, um, you know that was just a that was a was a tough spot that they were in. So yeah, yeah. Eric Marsh, really really good guy. He loved um, what is that canned meat
1: um what spam spam <laughs> or, or the vienna spam. sausage spam oh spam no, spam oh that spam. is so bomb <laughs> remember that oh shit so did dad <laughs> we had to eat that every time we went camping um yeah he
5: loves spam
1: so uh yeah. these um these fires um can you uh, remember uh your first and how you felt during that time and one of the worst ones that you've been on.
5: Yeah, I remember my first fire I was ever on. Um, it was up in Washington, and it was um, there was it was a small fire, and it was a rural fire department. And I just remember there was this guy standing there with a nozzle and a hose, and he was spraying water on the fire. And he and he had an ice chest next to him, and I'm you know I'm cutting line, I'm spraying water, I'm doing whatever, and then I get around the corner, and he's sitting there, and he's like, hey. You want a beer? <laughs> I'm, like, Gosh, I'm 18 years old. And he's like, you want a beer? So what the rural departments in Washington do is like, whenever they get a fire, they go out and then they call their wives and say, "Hey, go to the store, get some beer, put it in an ice chest, and bring it out to us." <laughs> and so he had a beer in one hand and a nozzle in the other. And I was like, what the heck am I getting myself into?
1: That's now, awesome. Did now did the uh, mom ever do that for job. dad when there was like a local fire or something? Do you know if anything mom ever know, did but, that?
5: But there's always there's a common denominator with, with firefighters <laughs> with and beer and, and fire, alcohol. Alcohol is definitely always involved and
2: women <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. or whatever. I'm sure.
4: yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: Hot women or a hot fire? Yeah, pretty
5: much. <laughs> um. Well, there's a there's a saying: firefighters are always in heat, and that's a that's a truth. That's a true statement.
2: <laughs> that is
1: classic. Yes.
2: Yeah, I like
1: that. Or, um,
5: or the old, you know, find them hot, leave them wet. That's there another. you go. <laughs> Uh, so oh.
1: what's, so <laughs> that, that, that's something that Mike says all the time too. I, I don't know if I say he, that you one. Said it a I few probably times. will yes. say that exact yeah. term yeah, now.
2: now. I've said it a different way, but we're we're not doing that this time. <laughs> I'm staying professional because you know who I am. Yeah, because my mom is going to listen to this. So anyways. Um, Sorry, mom. So, so that was the first time. And yeah. what were you thinking? Like, this is the greatest job in the world. I get to have a beer and fight fires.
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't take a beer, but I was 18 years old, but still. It was pretty freaking cool. It was like, oh, my God, big flames, and I'm just like, man, I'm out here. This is awesome. I um, definitely
2: need to give so my yeah. guidance counselor a raise or yeah. something. Uh, so the worst
5: fire, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: so uh, what about one of the worst fires that um, they had you uh, deploy to?
5: Um, Probably a fire in Southern California um, called the Narrows Fire where we were cutting line for 30 hours straight. Good Lord. and. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just with measurable. a with a
2: pickaxe or what are you doing it with?
5: Um so at the time I was a I was a Sawyer, so it was a chainsaw. Ooh. So I was running chainsaw mm-hmm. for thirty six hours straight. Good
3: mm. Lord. Um,
1: yeah i, I Which, seen the i seen the pictures
2: so this chainsaw that you run the, the the line with is it like 21 inch 36 inch blade or something so um typically what we ran it depends if you run a steel or a husky or
5: husqvarna mm-hmm. but we ran we ran steels and so it was a 24 inch bar and then um we cut brush and fall trees and just cut cut line
2: now, that's a longer um, chainsaw than normal, right? Because when it's on a house, it's like a 21-inch blade, isn't it?
5: You know, I'm not sure what well, the standard is. Because
2: when we run our electric... Because I'm an electrician. When we run our electrical in an attic, we keep it at least 21 inches away from any angle, any obtuse or acute angles, because the firefighter's chainsaw blade is 21 inches long, so we go at least 22 inches so that they don't cut into gotcha. any live wires. But that's, that's what I was asking, because I know when you're out there doing... You know, brush fires or outdoor fires—it's a different element than doing indoor fires.
5: Yeah, for sure. For sure, it's so that's that's another thing. Like the, the difference between you know city structure firefighters and, and wildland firefighters was is, you know, the, the city guys are you know short term, you know, going in. It's it's a little different. Where on, as a wildland guy, you're out there working 16 hours a day you know running a chainsaw hiking the hills carrying 70 80 pounds of gear on your back 100 degrees Oof. it's 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 more um, <laughs> it's more long um, it's like a marathoner versus a sprinter right so like the city mm-hmm. guys um, they they they're not on a on a structure fire for two weeks or
1: three they get times, an 8 right? hour like day
2: most for, of the time so kind of it's a, the the tor- uh, tortoise versus the hare oh so that brings up another question. Do you ever run into a city firefighter guy and then you guys end up talking crap about each other? Like, well, at least we can run a bigger chainsaw than you. <laughs> oh, at least I get an eight hour day. Or...
1: <laughs> no, I never thought well,
5: about that. That's a, that's a funny, that's a good question. That's, a, that's, that's, <laughs> that's funny you mentioned that. So the, um, most of the city guys, and, and the other thing is about the city guys, they're paid a lot more than the federal guys. What? Um, <laughs> Oh, but it's not even close. They get paid so much more money than the feds. That's not um, fair. You know, starting pay for a federal wildland firefighter is fifteen dollars an hour, basically minimum wage. Wow. Um, well, those guys, um, you know, city depending on what city you're talking about. But a friend of mine's a, a, a Palo Alto city firefighter, and their starting pay is a hundred thousand a year.
2: Good lord, so I'm going to become a firefighter. Actual. Yeah,
5: yeah, <laughs> and then and they get paid. Uh, they get paid portal to portal, so they get paid twenty four hours a day. So when they get called out, they go off on a fire, and they're and they're paid twenty four hours a day. Um, so their their pay is much more. But when they get out there, they love doing it, and and they have a lot of respect for the wildland guys because they're not built or used to working. You know, fourteen sixteen hours a day for two to three weeks at a time. Like they're just not used to that and hike in the hills and you know they're usually on engines they're not hot shots they're not carrying 70 80 pounds of gear you know i think um right outside of of phoenix is 122 degrees so you go walk around in 122 degrees carrying 80 pounds of gear and go fight fire for 16 hours a day for a week or two like that's not normal that's not easy you know that's no way that's (laughs) <laughs> that's that's something. That's definitely for young people. And I keep saying men, but it's there's women too. Um, oh yeah, they get out there. So it's not just a. It's it is predominantly men, but there are also a lot of women out there yeah. um, getting after it too. So um, you know, props to them as well. But yeah, we do. There's a little bit of you know, kind of. Um, I don't want to say you know, rivalry, but there's a little bit of that, but with me, when I go out, so I'm still, I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm leaving for a fire on Sunday. Um, I got a, uh, an order to go up with my incident management team. So I'm on, I'm part of a, uh, California interagency incident management team I'm the liaison officer. And so I'm leaving on Sunday and I'm, uh, even though I'm retired, I'm now actually working for a local department, um, local government department out of Calaveras County. And so I'm going up to, uh, a fire up in, um, uh, outside of Crescent City, so mm. I'm gonna head up there, and um, there's a lot of local government, city firefighters that are um, sort of out there as well, and kind of under me or like when I was out and you know, when I was a Fed, I was supervising interagency, whether it's a local government or city, you know, county, state, whatever, it didn't really matter. So the the non wildland guys have a lot of respect for the wildland dudes who are out there doing it, and and the same is. With them. Like I don't wanna be a city dude. I don't wanna go mess with, you know, overdoses and vehicle accidents and blood and guts and all that. Structure. No, I I'm just stuff. saying no, I wanna work for cars. the city
2: fire yeah. department so I can just be the guy that pulls up in the Ford Explorer and says, Yep, a match did it. I'm out and get paid big.
1: <laughs> so so, yeah, so yeah, uh, there's
5: there's fire investigators. Yeah, yep, yeah that yeah, guy definitely have fire investigators.
2: Yeah, so compared
5: yep, but you also have to start at the bottom and go through all the <clears throat> you know structure stuff you can't
1: just yeah
2: okay well then i officially announce my retirement right now so like
1: uh, <laughs> c- c- uh you know, comparing uh city uh um firefighters to well so would that be like backdraft versus uh only the brave
5: yeah right there you go yep, yeah that's <laughs> kind of like what it is yep. now
1: backdraft yep, is probably backdraft. the only firefighter movie i've seen and it was a great movie <laughs> I mean, it's. I remember my our, movie. our dad with. I remember he go ran it from uh, like Cornerstar Corner Star there there in uh, Lake, Washington when we were little, and and it was a good movie. That's probably I don't know, one of the first R-rated movies. Like my dad actually let me watch. Um, with that but and that and Lethal Weapon, I believe.
2: You know that's a <laughs> that's a lost pastime is going to the movie store on a Friday night with your parents yeah. and watching a movie. We need to bring <laughs> yeah. that back. Yeah, and Jerry would remember we used to
5: rent VCRs.
1: Well, there yeah, is one blockbuster VCR left up in Oregon.
2: Movies. Yep, yep. And
1: um so I um <laughs> So did you watch that movie uh Those Who Wish Me Dead with uh Angelina Jolie? She was spo- no. so it's supposed to be like a smoke jumper and then I don't know, she messed up on a fire and I don't know. I I watched it one time and I'm like uh that's something i need to talk to jerry about because i don't know and now here's the other movie that i know you hate and dad hated just for a fact howie long was on a freaking motorcycle (laughs) revving a damn chainsaw just throwing it down and revving it up real quick which would never freaking happen in what movie Firestorm. Firestorm. Oh, Firestorm. I <laughs> see. Yeah, I never that, saw that.
5: the worst movie ever made. Okay, so that brings Howie me up Long. to
2: another question for you. You've seen Backdraft, obviously. Yeah. You've seen Only the yes. Brave, obviously. Mm-hmm. Now, in yes. Only the Brave and Backdraft, how much of that is Hollywood <clears throat> and how much of that is actual, real, legit firefighting?
4: So
5: I can't speak too much to the Backdraft movie because I'm not a city dude, but I, I actually enjoyed only the brave Mm -hmm. i mean partially because i i knew eric marsh pretty well considered him a buddy it's it's pretty close um they don't delve too much into some other things um
2: like they didn't hollywood it up too much
5: they didn't hollywood it up too much no um i mean that's a a little bit but not 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 much.
2: That's a problem I have as I know how electricity works now with all the years of electrical work I've done and auto repair and stuff like that. And I watch certain movies and I got to put my brain aside, my actual woke up brain, understanding brain aside to enjoy the movie. I got to put reality aside to enjoy the movie sometimes like Fast and the Furious. You got to put that aside just to enjoy the movie. I want I want actual like legit movies like Only the Brave. I yeah. want to see it now because I know it's gonna end up tearing me up because of what happens at the end. Obviously, uh-huh. um, but I want to see it because it's it's accurate. Yeah, no, I even told mom.
5: It, like, it really is. It's it's
1: not too
7: yeah. far
5: from accurate. It's like I'm trying to remember anything that I looked at. It was like, yeah, we don't do that, but it's 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 not bad. And maybe you know my lens might be a little skewed because you did I it. knew the well, main character of the movie. Well, like you have personally? a little bit of
2: a bias as 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 in yeah, favor right. towards the movie, but you're still going to be objective. And that that was one of the questions we had: is does your knowledge ruin certain movies for you? Obviously, Firestarter, oh, oh, for but sure. <laughs> Firestorm, yeah, Fire
5: Fire firestorm. <laughs> see, I, <laughs> and, whatever. And what's that Cal Fire TV show that's out there? What's that called?
1: Oh yeah, um, I I've you guys see. Watch that. No, I. I was actually, um, I was curious I haven't watched it. I think it's on Fox. Uh, I was curious about watching it. Okay, is that the? But one? I don't know how ruined. much BS that is. I was going to actually ask you no, about that is so it. So BS. You is don't is have that a the one with, with
5: firefighter hooking it, up with? Like, it's just no. It
1: doesn't happen that it, way. Is that is that the one with Rob Lowe? No, uh, no, it's it's, it's, a, no. it's a wildland firefighter show. Where it was on Fox or something. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. I don't on. get to watch
2: much TV it's, anymore. It's,
1: <clears throat> I know. i the seen it. CAL that. FIRE thing. Yeah. Fire, oh, what's it called? Fire Country. Fire, fire Country, country. yes. Yes, that's what it's called, yeah.
5: Yeah. No, that is that is stupid. As a matter of fact, an email came out from the chief of CAL FIRE who says we have nothing to do with this TV show. Wow. <laughs> this is not anything. That's like, yeah. That sounds like Fox's
2: usual mo is like they did that show prison break it's like how many times you're gonna break out of prison like really yeah <laughs> yeah, and the, yeah they get a yeah. break out of prison in uh the u.s and then they get transported
1: to mexico so they gotta break out of that that you know it i mean i did like the show i
2: mean it was enjoyable <laughs> see see I, they they, but, they won you over already but it was like what, what yeah, are you gonna do when you go to prison in mexico donde esta la exito? yeah something you know? like that um all right so
1: jerry um a lot of our like like, I know a lot of your, uh, the technical terms, but no, some of our listeners may not. So huh? <clears throat> I was thinking, uh, well, what would be the definition of a trigger point,
5: a trigger point? Yeah. So it's either, we call it a trigger point or a management action point. Um, so it's basically like we have a fire line or we have something that we're set up for. And then once the fire, fire reaches a certain area that's a trigger point and that triggers us to to do something else so whether it's fire it out or uh, order something else um, a trigger point is just like basically yeah when uh we have a plan We set it up, and then it gets to that point. Then we go ahead and and follow through with whatever it is. So um, they're not really called trigger points too much anymore. They're more like management action points.
1: This is just like phrases that while I was watching watching, uh, only the brave. uh, This is like just stuff that I kind of uh, uh, picked up. And then uh, through the black, is that like just – because the smoke, or what? What is that? So
5: the black is an area that's already been burned. So usually it's like what we call a safety zone. So if all the vegetation has been burned and it's burned black, then it's safe for us to to be. We don't have to um, worry about reignition like we're, or we're anything. We're safe there. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Right, because all the vegetation is already burned.
1: Okay. Correct. There is one that. Um... Before you, when you became a, a a hot shot, and no, I'm just, I just, I was kind of just picking little stuff out from uh, the movie, and just because you know it's you had gone through it. So was there a hot shot initiation? Ooh, like a hazing? No, 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 no hazing. <laughs> all right, so that part no of the movie, movie was BS. <laughs> so no, we're we're, um, we're all big Metallica fans. Then uh, they have a song fight fire with fire. So could you explain yeah. what fight fire with fire means? Sure. So if we
5: have a fire, let's say it's down in a drainage, down in the, the bottom of a, you know, down, down low, and we're on a ridge top. Maybe there's a, a, a road or something up on top. What we do is, um, instead of just letting the fire, so fire burns faster uphill than it does on flat ground or, or downhill. We would light... The fire up on the top of the hill, and then that way when the when the main fire from the bottom came up to us, we'd already have good solid black. So we we definitely do fight fire with fire uh, quite a bit. So we call it a burnout or a um, fire break. You know, we just like it. Yeah, like a fire break, but we intentionally light the edge of the road and get it get good depths. That way, when the main fire comes up out of the drainage, it just runs into dead. You know, already burned. fuel. Yeah, and, 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 it, and it that
1: that rip. was that um uh like the kerosene uh, thing that Dad used to have when uh, he used to light the compost. I forgot what the that uh, big old like that tank that was just like dripping like the fire all yeah, around. That's what you guys it's, use, it's called right? The drip torch. Yeah, the drip torch. Yeah, it's yeah. a
5: drip torch, and it's a mix of um three parts diesel to one part gas. <laughs> mm. Um, and then you would you would <clears throat> do.
1: Do that,
2: yeah. yeah. Is that is that what we see when we're like <laughs> traveling on I five or something? And they're burning the grass out in the middle to prevent it. That's or... what they.
1: That's what they would use.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I was always wondering how that works. So now I'm. So I never um, thought I'd get an answer to I that. Actually, that's great. I
1: have uh, one more thing, Jerry, to get your opinion on, and then uh, Mike has a question for you. Then uh, we'll let you go and um, yeah. you note. Know, um, so okay. I, I found uh, this uh, quote by Shakespeare, and I want to see uh, what your uh, opinion on it is. And it said, "Be stirring, as the time. Be fire with fire, threaten the threatener, and outface the brow of bragging horror." Okay. Uh, so I don't know. I, I was looking up something about um uh, the uh, Yarnell fire, and that's a quote that, that actually popped up. So I mean, is that I mean, like, no, be fire with fire, threaten the threatener. Um, is there, you know, some, uh, maybe correlation between that and like firefighting?
5: Well, well, sure. I mean, you know, the the fight fire with fire part of course is like we just talked about is definitely, is definitely, um, valid. It's something that we do quite a bit. Um, uh, we don't necessarily go directly on the fire anymore. It's called going direct. We do a lot of fighting fire with fire and actually lighting fire when it's, you know,
1: get near like I kind of described earlier. So, All right. yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah. All right. so, uh, my, uh, so Mike has a question for you, and then uh, we're going um, <clears> to <throat> wrap it up to so let you get into the game. And... Okay,
2: okay, so I thought about how to word this to where it doesn't hit too hard, but it was definitely something I was curious about. Was there ever a time where you were fighting one of the worst fires and you thought it was your time, and in your head, the only thing ran through was, I wonder if I made my dad proud with what I've done.
5: Oh, that's, that's deep, but I, I, I know that's, that's usually um, how I
2: think. That's why I don't talk too much.
5: There, there was, there was. Nice shirt. Look at that. Nice. Sorry. Uh, a friend of mine's kids <laughs> wearing a firefighter, police officer shirt. That's okay. Uh, the, yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> good um anyway there's been i don't know people always ask me that like when's the closest time or what's the time you ever like worry that you were gonna die or you know what i mean like there's always been that question um <laughs> i've had a couple of hard landings in a helicopter which are pretty scary um i actually almost got ran over by a by a moose by a mama moose, because I got Ooh. between her and, her and her calf. Yeah, uh, mooses, I remember
1: hearing about that story. Mooses <laughs> don't
5: mess around. Right, they don't mess around. But um, I was I was also on a fire in Yosemite where the fire kind of blew out, and we had to uh, go to our safety zone, and it pretty much blew up around us. So... There's down on the plate yeah, in the but I, I don't think at any time that I ever yeah, you was thinking you know is is my dad proud of me because he already he, he already was like yeah He i already absolutely knew you know we crossed paths a few times and i followed in his footsteps so i know i know he was proud of me yeah that's yeah yep. that's so what that's what i was that.
2: curious about you know like did, how hard did it hit you you know you're like you're like oh my god this is it you know and i'm happy with what I did, I'm happy I pursued what I did because I know I've saved lives. I I know I've made a difference. Right. Yeah. Right. In
5: in my in my sort of like my retirement email I I really mentioned I I did mention, you know, my dad and and he he never made it to retirement. You know, he passed away at fifty three. And so, you know, I always told myself that I wanna I wanna retire and I wanna enjoy you know afterlife or life after fire yeah, and, and i did say that um 25 yard you know i think my last little sentence was dad i made it cuz he never did and i and i was able to so yeah. i definitely um and I'm
1: obviously happy and,
5: and proud that i was able to
6: yeah um, it, and it was <laughs> make it
5: to
1: retirement
2: and enjoy Ooh. it
1: yeah, it, even, was a, it was bu- a beautifully written. Uh, I, I read it because you shared it. And
2: even you saying that, that was... as that last sentence, and I never got to meet your dad, but I've hung out with you once or twice and uh, being a snot-nosed teenager, but even that sentence, you're telling me the sentence, and I didn't know your dad. That still hit me right now. Like, holy shit, you know?
5: Yeah, there's... Uh, unfortunately, I've had it. Obviously, my dad, but also friends and, and people I've worked with who who've been killed colleagues uh, on, on fires and uh it's it's part of it it's part yeah. of life you have um, to co- you have I to compartmentalize think, you know, it absolutely and and i think also for the these these young kids that are coming in 18 19 20 years old and they're making 15 an hour and they're risking their lives sometimes dying it's like and i i get it it's for you know a good cause and they're they're trying to save things. you know i mean i get it but yeah man
2: like, they don't they don't know what they're getting into no no
5: no, and and I've I'm, um, you know, it's it's I've always kind of told people that it's it's not a job, it's not what I do, it's who I am. Like it's like Amen. you know, Amen. maybe other jobs are just like it's what I do for a living to make to pay the bills to do whatever, but for me, it's not what I do. It's who I am. I'm I'm, you know, I w- well I'm, I guess I'm not anymore, and that's something else I've also had to kind of Sign out, figure out in my <laughs> And for myself, is I'm no longer the division chief. You know, I'm no longer Chief Martinez. I'm no longer the guy in charge of this or that or whatever.
2: I'm just another guy. I'm just. A it's a perspective change. It's it's <laughs> yeah. surreal. It's a perspective
4: change.
1: Uh, oh, so uh, right before uh, we let you go, so um, yeah. can can you uh, tell us what Dad's position was from uh, when from the time that he passed to the position that you were uh, when you retired? Uh-huh.
5: Yeah. So, so dad was, um, he was also a fire management officer. Um, it just where, where he was at. Um, so there's what's called the GS level, which is general schedule. So the higher the number, you know, the more responsibility and the the higher the pay, uh, it goes on a scale from one to 15 and and dad was a a nine when he passed away. Wow. And, um, but he was still, he was still kind of equal to me. He had a, you know, he was what we would call a division chief or a fire management officer. Um, but yep. I I was an eleven, so I was a little bit a little bit higher um, <laughs> when I when I retired. Yeah,
1: know. Yeah, that's yeah. Who you, and yeah. Uh, FMO, that's what I always is was hearing. I know the FMO nine or FMO eleven.
2: Or okay, so yeah, um, <clears throat> uh, fire management <throat> officer. Yeah, y'all know me. You know I'm a. Uh, uh, um, can I should I say uh, you know I'm a smartass, but yeah. is <laughs> it is it too much to do? You have time to tell me the moose story because I really want to hear that.
5: <laughs> uh, yeah so i was in i was in montana uh we were in montana 1996 um like i said i've been to 20 something different states on fires um and we were in montana i think it was it was either 90 i think it was 1996 and so anyway so you know when you know there's 19 to 20 dudes on a on a fire crew and you got to take a leak you just kind of pull over out in the middle of the woods and so we went out and everybody kind of went off into the bushes to take a piss and so I'm standing there doing my thing, and I'm like, "Oh, look! There's a there's a moose, and it's a calf." And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's cool!" So you know, I doing my thing and just kind of looking, and then all of a sudden I hear this this snort and like this like this noise. And I'm like, "What the heck is that?" And I look over to my left, and it's a it's a mama moose, and she's like maybe fifty feet away, and she's looking at me, and she's like kind of, she starts kind of like stomping her hoof, Uh-oh, and like she... looking at me and starts slowly moving towards me. And I was like, holy shit, pardon my language. I was like, oh, my God. And so I, like, zipped up and finished my thing and started running. And then she kind of, like, was moving faster, and I was running to the bushes, <laughs> running run to the buggies, to the crew carriers, to the trucks, uh, getting chased by a mama moose. And, oh,
2: yeah.
5: and
3: oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry.
2: The only um, thing I could think of is you made her husband moose jealous. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah,
5: that probably wasn't uh, happening, but yeah, yeah, I was. Well,
2: you could spin the story that way because you live to yeah. to, to tell yeah. the story. Like, hey, man, I made a moose right. Jealous? Have you done and, that? And, and I've heard the <laughs> story yeah. before, but <laughs> I heard it before, and
1: it probably been at least thirty years since I've heard that
2: story. <laughs> oh, you know how many times I'm gonna replay this because it's funny. That's oh, good. yeah, that's I a know, good one. No, I, no, I like th- that. That's a good. That's a good yeah.
5: spin on it. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah you know, people always think, oh, you were you're probably some fire that was going to burn you up or kill you. And I was like, no. No, a moose so almost, almost, it it. almost <laughs> got stomped <laughs> by a moose. Or yeah. the, the two helicopters that I was in that did an unscheduled landing, mm. um, which isn't fun. If you're in a helicopter a couple thousand feet above the air and all of a sudden the, the tail just kind of like you hear a big old boom. And then the whole thing shakes and you drop Oof. a thousand feet in about two seconds. And that's that's not a good that's not a good thing. Oh, yeah. no,
2: a that's, that's definitely not yeah, the roller coaster no. feeling you were expecting. But hey,
1: you know what, Jerry? Hey, this has uh, been great. You know, thanks for t- taking the time out of your day and uh, you know sharing uh, some stories. I mean, some stuff uh, I didn't know personally, and some stuff I kind of wanted yeah. to hear again. Uh, now that you know, I'm yeah. kind of a little bit older and maturer. Uh, I don't know from, about that part. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that,
4: that's just <laughs> kind of.
1: Um, but hey, you know what? This has uh, been great talking to you. you no, know, this has uh, been a uh, really good. Uh, Mike, do you have anything? I um, uh,
2: I just want to say I appreciate what you've done for everybody. You, yes, you've risked your life to do what you love to do and to save lives. And you and. You're, I appreciate you being a part of our tribute to firefighters all yeah. around the world. Not only your dad, but yeah, you know the people, the unsung heroes of people who go out there who never get known, but they risk their lives for the safety of others. Yeah, and this is what
1: the the whole episode was. We wanted to do an interview with you, um, have it be a little tribute to our dad, but not, given given that the birthday is and then dad no no dad's yeah, uh, birthday is on, on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah uh and he would have been uh 72 uh but you know it's it's not just for you two. i mean it's any of our listeners that are firefighters that you know have gone through um you know that I mean that'd be you know at least they get another perspective and you know people that you know look down on oh, you're a fire you know why are you jumping in a fire you know but i mean this way you know they can get more of uh, the other side of the story and they actually find out you know what the hell's really going on before they make any kind of judgment on that kind of uh, lifestyle exactly
2: yeah
5: well i appreciate you guys inviting me on and then um
1: you know, I'm, I apologize
5: for the sort of hectic. Uh, don't you know, don't, with don't the worry. I'll do my best to fix that and in post. Oh. <laughs> oh,
1: no, no, no. no! no this, this came, this came yeah, out great. Another time. Yes. yes don't worry yeah, about it, brother. Yeah. You time, did awesome. If
5: you, you want to, guys, yeah, if you want to have me on another time, or I'd love to, to chat a little bit more about some more specific things. And I've got all kinds of crazy stories of, uh, I don't know, pardon the, the sort of language, but the loose women and the, the fast women and the. The yes. blues and the other side of the wildland fire that people don't talk about too much because, I don't know, it's not appropriate,
1: but it's the real thing. All
5: and of, and that, that's right. we'll definitely
2: save that for a different episode because this is the one we yeah. want the family and, to and, hear. And then
1: this is an episode that mom okay. is not going
2: to listen to. Right, <laughs> That will be an be-
1: episode that okay. mom so, cannot listen to. Right, but uh, uh, So mom, we'll save all that good uh,
2: stuff for the episode because yeah. we normally just... Uh don't give a flying F sure. and yeah. say what we yeah. want and we'll yeah. save all that for the other episode. Yeah, and so this is gonna be trying try, try, try and keep us again.
1: Just try to keep us our cleanest <laughs> episode as we can. But you know what? Hey, thanks. Damn, almost an hour. I was thinking maybe 20-30 minutes, but you know what? This has been uh, great, Joey. Thank you for uh being on here and definitely we're gonna have you back. Appreciate having you, brother. All right. All hey, right, it appreciate time. it, guys. Thanks all a lot. Right. Okay. Thanks, uh,
2: Bye. All right. Take care. We'll see you. Yeah, see ya. Okay. So how cool was that? That was fucking awesome. I definitely learned some shit that I didn't know. Yeah. And I'm thinking that maybe we play Fight Fire with Fire since we yeah, brought it yeah, up.
1: Yeah. I say let's do it. I want to play the whole song. Yeah. And yeah. we'll just uh, turn it off real quick. Yeah. And just, uh, you know, here's the Metallica's fight fire with fire because as a firefighter you have to fight fire with fire amen to that So, all right so that that was a you know an interview with uh, my brother Jerry uh, Jerry II uh, named after my father our father um, Then he you know he followed in his footsteps uh, you know firefighter and he became really successful and uh, like he said um, you know not a time <clears throat> that he was on a fire um that he didn't think that uh our dad was uh, proud of him because he knew he was because you know he was doing something that he thoroughly enjoyed and that's the type of person that uh my dad was uh he you know he always wanted the best for his children all four of us and um you know some of us you know jerry's the only one that became a firefighter um uh, my little brother you know he does his own thing, and and he's a family man. Um, you know me, um, I'm just a lonely, you know, grocery outlet worker. But no, <laughs> One man,
2: Wolfpack. But
1: now this, um, with our <laughs> podcast and stuff, this is something that um, you no, know, I I love doing. My stepmom, uh, after had we had we had a talk after uh, my dad passed, and she was all, uh, you know. It, then I was working at Walmart, and she seen how I was really into it. I was um, uh, ecstatic that you know I was at work, you know I enjoy doing what I was doing. And she told me one day, she was like, you know what, uh, your dad would you know what I talk about you and say, you know what, um, you no know, one of these days Matthew's gonna find his niche, you know something that you know he's really passionate about. And at the time, I was like, okay, maybe it was just you know working produce. Uh, which I've been doing for, no, damn near 10 years, over 10 years now.
2: Yeah.
1: And now that now I think about it, and now doing this, uh, doing this podcast, you know, get to talk about just the most random stuff, uh, this is really my niche. It's something I'm more passionate about than my own job, and I'm not really getting paid for doing this. I get to just do this as a hobby, as something that, uh, you know, I get to, you know, enjoy, you no know, you know, talking to, with my best friends, and we get to talk about
2: life, uh, music, movies, uh, you know, the pop culture, all that. Well, and, you know, you, they always say, you know, you do what you love and the money will come. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's it's kind of interesting to look back, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, like Megadeth said. Yeah. But it's interesting when you have a grandparent or a parent say something like a prophetic word, like, you know, basically... Saying, Oh, you know what? I bet he's gonna do this in life and then it comes out to be like, Ah yeah, right, whatever and as you go through life mm-hmm. he, and you forget about it and then that ends up happening and you look back and you're like, Whoa yeah. they were totally right. Yeah,
1: and uh you know, like a funny story, I, I told you before <laughs> um, you know, I, I had I had the knowledge. I mean I grew up, you know, my dad being a firefighter, um and and, it, and, it, and times were hard when my dad would be gone with on a fire and it would just be me and my mom uh, my sister wasn't born yet and yeah. jerry was in high school you know doing sports uh doing all that stuff so you know is um so a lot of stuff that i had learned you know came from my mom because you know would be my with my father being gone all the time on his fires and then of course, uh, when he uh, when he'd come home, I was always so ecstatic to see him. And yep, of course, yep. and he's still smelling like smoke. And uh, he'd hear me? Oh, I brought you something. I'm like, oh, what'd you bring me? And he gives me this brown package, and I'm like, oh, what is it? So we open it up, and it's uh, a can of like Vienna sausage, a little can of um, of uh, uh, what is it, a little fruit cup. Um, there's a peanut butter, crackers,
4: uh, (laughs) which is,
1: uh, the MREs, which they would eat out on the fire. Oh, meals ready to eat. Yeah. Meals ready. Yeah, exactly. And I remember like every time my dad came home from a fire, I'd be like, Dad, you got one for me?
2: (laughs) It got to the point to where you were excited to
1: see the MREs. I was like seven, eight years old. you know, I was young kid and, uh and it was uh you I mean, know the times were tough you know always you know not being seen for you know weeks on end but when he always came home i mean i, w- I was so uh, you know excited to see him um uh, you know cuz you know i love my dad and uh you know so one of uh, his favorite songs um i remember listening to him on uh, the record player uh was the doors uh so uh in honor of my dad and of firefighters Here's Light My Fire.
8: You know that it would be untrue You know that I would be a liar If I was to say to you
7: Girl, we couldn't get much higher Come on, like labor
8: is through The time to wallow in the mire. Try now we get only lose, And our love become a funeral pyre Come on baby, light away
1: and no matter how old i get no i l- always
2: love that song that is a uh, good it's, song it's i mean i and that I, song um, almost got him banned off the Ed Sullivan show. Yes,
1: yes, because they told him to change the words, and he
2: ended up just singing it the same way. He no. In fact, he said it. He accentuated the word "we couldn't get much higher," yeah. and yep. Ed Sullivan at just, the time was like off. the yeah. leader of you know the industry. Basically, mm-hmm. he could get you blackballed off yep. the off the, te- and off he, the television. And never showed up on the show again. Right, so in fact, that made him even more popular, and Uh, then in the
1: movie Jim Morrison, oh yeah, yeah, and was played uh, by Val Kilmer. uh, Val Kilmer, oh my god, Uh, Val Kilmer. uh, I see in interviews, uh, even with um, some of the uh, the remaining uh, members that were alive at the time. Um, I think a couple of them have passed since then, Uh, but when they made the Doors movie. Um, they, they he was so enthralled.
2: So, oh, that's a big word. That's a big. That's uh, at least uh, a twenty dollars word. He, uh,
1: he, he was so enthralled in that role that they couldn't see Val Kilmer to Jim
2: Morrison because yeah.
1: they they they've seen they saw Jim Morrison. It was he,
2: almost he, like they were identical. Yes, exactly. They, they were so close. It was it was yeah. amazing that they came from two different sets of parents.
1: Yeah, and, and it's and just. You know his look. I mean, that's that's definitely one of my favorite Valkyrie movies. besides like, Willow. Uh, that was probably one of my right fav- and and Top Gun too. But, yeah, but uh, but that's not as high <clears throat> as The Doors and Willow. You know, uh,
2: speaking of the, like a, like a doppelganger almost. Yeah, it, it's like uh, Chad from you know Red Hot Chili Peppers, the drummer. Mm-hmm. He looks just like Will Ferrell. In fact, they went on the show and they did a drum off of it to see who could do each other's uh drums better and and they went on I think it was uh Jay Leno or some show mm-hmm. but they look just like each other. Yeah. What's uh what's that next one right there? Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, no, it's uh I remember I remember listening to the doors and uh you know they have so many uh you know people are strange, uh, Riders on the Storm
2: Oh uh, man
1: kiss me kiss me
2: twice before you leave or something so, like that. Touch yeah. me twice touch me two times. Yeah, yeah, kids me two times. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that, I'm butchering uh, the name of that song, I know, but yeah, I, I do I, love the music. I, I, it's I believe that's.
1: I have like, I have the CD in my car, their greatest hits, which I haven't listened to in um, you know forever. You know,
2: I had that CD that it was a double album and all. I had a bunch of them in what I called my CD Bible in mm-hmm. the Camaro because you'd have the visor holding on your CDs and then yep, I had a CD Bible yep. in the back seat. This, this generation just won't know that. Like many generations before cassette tapes all that. But my car got broken into and they uh-huh. stole all my music. Well, so I, I had actually, a lot of collections. I
1: actually have a CD Bible with I don't know, probably I don't know, 40-50 CDs in I, it. I
2: still have a couple CD yeah. Bibles, but uh, that main one had the uh, double album of the Doors and Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. and all that and it got stolen.
1: Yeah, so I mean this uh, this next one, oh <laughs> um, no, I remember listening to this. My dad had this on tape and it was, I was probably like seven years old. My sister was little and, uh, it, I don't know what, uh, what it was about this song. I mean, like, I don't remember watching the movie, but I mean, this was always my favorite song. And I remember, uh, my dad had those, one of the big, uh, uh, uh camcorders, one only oh, had yeah. to have, like, you know, like America's uh, Funniest Home Videos, like the big old thing. Yeah, they, yeah on, the one that took know. a full-size VHS tape. Yeah, and this was 89-90. Uh, yeah. And um, I remember my dad sent me the tape, and so I'm sitting there singing it with my sister sitting next to me, me singing this song, and... And you know it just it brings back it's like holy crap and that's even to this day i hear the song i've heard uh, uh pennywise they did a, a cover of this yeah um i've heard i've seen the video uh, plenty of times uh so here's uh benny king with stand by me
8: And the land is dark, and the moon is the only night we'll see. No, I won't be afraid. Oh, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So dark.
1: Yep. There it is. <laughs> and that no that's such a great song and every time I hear it um uh, it it it, remi- it just reminds me of watching that video um you know my dad just recorded me and I'm you know 7 8 years old singing along and in the same thing, just kind of felt was that karaoke and kind of like bob my head and just sing because I knew the song. And, um,
2: you know what? We got to get a copy of that video. Oh, I, Put I, don't that know. On I don't know
1: where it is. Um, Jake, if you have it, uh, please burn it. Uh, I nope, don't no, no, evidence. you send that to me. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? Oh, my God. I control my- the
2: email, Jake. You send me the email at readyplayerquestions at com. I'll give you my personal address. You mail it to me. I will get that on YouTube. I swear it. No,
1: and, um, um, you no, know i I Jake does have it because <laughs> um my dad passed in five, and when we went to South Dakota after the funeral, we went back to uh his house, and we we're just sitting in the living room and we we're just kind of reminiscing, you know, uh, you know talk about it, memories of my dad
9: right right, and
1: my little brother he was uh, about twelve years old, uh eleven, twelve years old when it happened, and he's like, oh, here." And they still had the VHS uh, <laughs> uh, all. And this little, oh, this asshole put on this VHS, and it's that video. So I know for a fact he still has it. That's good. Unless I want
2: it. it's in store somewhere, I want I a please, copy. I
1: hope. I please. I hope it's still in store. I will
2: spend my last five dollars to find the conversion adapter to hook it to my <laughs> PC to convert it to digital, just so I can put but, it on and YouTube. You know what? And but now that it's been uh, eighteen years, um, I, I think
1: back about it, and I, I don't know. Maybe he was just trying to be a jerk, but now I can think about it, and it's I funny. think I think it was one of those that it's kind of. Um, you know, like, Dad was recording me, but, I mean, it kind of lifted our spirits because it's, you it's know. It's a it happy just, memory now. It, yeah, it's just one of those memories. So, uh, just think, I, I forgot all about it until you mentioned that. So, yeah. um, <laughs> another uh, one of his favorites that I remember him uh, listening to was uh, Janice Joplin. I don't know, she was ugly as sin.
4: I
2: I, I swear to God, Um, she definitely looked like she lived in a trailer park. Holy crap! But I mean, she probably did a lot of drugs and shit. That was the beauty of back in the day: is you had talent, you didn't have to look amazing. You had talent. Now they look amazing and they have no talent because they can't write anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. But if they know they show off, uh, you know, their breasts or their ass or you know, all you gotta do is just show some skin and oh, you're gonna make millionaires and oh,
2: whatever. Yeah, talent went out Uh, the window. Yeah.
1: So here's Jen's job with a piece of my heart. Absolutely! Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think with all of us, uh, you know,
2: uh, piece it, of It, it heart, makes yes. me think that every time you think <clears throat> about him, or when he was gone, it took a piece of your heart with him. Yeah, yeah, and then, and, and
1: you know, that's you know, that's a good way to point. Uh, it's just like Sean. At, it's, it's like, just when like Sean said at, when he was like out on his fires. You know, that was you know, I was little, but you know, I understand what Dad did as a career. So, I mean, there's a piece of my heart that, you know, was always with him. Yeah. And then he always came back, so that was there, but then uh, you know, when he passed, um, I mean, that's that's a piece that, you know, none of us are going to get back, but he also you know, filled it with a piece of himself. It, but it's not, uh, but, you know, some of him is always going to be with us. So, you
2: know, it's kind of one His of His those... genetics flow through your <clears throat> veins. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's just like Sean said, love's not love till you give it away.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, that's definitely, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you want to look up William Hung. <laughs> oh, I know why you're laughing now. William. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> my sister called me and asked me about uh, the episode. Oh my god, that guy?
2: Yes. Jesus.
1: Uh, yes, yes. And uh, I will tell you the story on it. Please do. Um, I have to know. So, we uh, we would go visit my dad up in South Dakota. And this was around um, American Idol Season 3. And you know that he enjoyed watching, you know, the actual show, but his favorite part of the freaking show <laughs> was uh, all the rejects—the ones that you know, like they sounded like shit. You know, that was this, a good part, and that's that's all he would like to watch. And then, you know, of course, when the actual season, well, that was the best part when the season started, then he would watch it too. Uh, so, Athena, this one is for you. Here is William Hung's version of She Bangs.
9: I go crazy, cause she looks like a plot, but she thinks like a bee, like every girl in history. She bangs, she bangs, I'm lazy by the way, she moves, she moves, no one ever looks so fine. She be me that it Oh my, my god, god. I, I
2: never thought I'd have to hear that <sighs> song again. Oh, and you know what, it's funny, cause I remember... Uh, sitting in my
1: dad's living room uh, watching all these and um i believe um i think that's the same season um melinda lira uh from hanford was on um
2: we had uh, somebody from Han- hanford on there
1: yeah yeah i i believe that this was uh, the season that she was on i i i can't believe um believe it's uh, not butter <laughs> I, i'm not uh 100 sure but i believe this is because i remember watching it with my dad and I was like, I believe that she was on there. I'm like, Dad, look, I know her. And he was like, what? And I was like, no, she's from Hanford. She's from where I live. You know, we went to wow. church together. She always had a beautiful voice. Um, even after on there, um, I believe that um, she had got, uh, actually offered a record contract and she turned it down because she wanted to go to school uh, go to college and stuff. And hmm. and it was, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh yeah, but that, I believe that it was might have been that season. I, I could be wrong. Um anybody live uh listening in the valley and you guys know Melinda, uh let me know. Le- email us uh ready player you ready player re- questions well, at w- Gmail. Ready Player Questions, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> um Yeah, but and uh, let us know. Um, you know, my facts could be messed up or I could be right. Um so <clears throat> I got a text from uh my little brother the other day and what, and what was he up to? And it was uh he was asked me um some question. He was like um he's like, Hey, uh you know, I don't know if you guys are gonna talk about the music that dad listened to on your podcast. But I have some really fond memories, probably 2004, early oh five.
2: Rock and roll, what you got?
1: Uh, whenever we would go to Rapid City, he would always stop at Hot Topic, surprisingly enough because it reminded him of a modern take on some of the rebelliousness of his youth in the 60s. Ooh. He always picked up a new CD, no matter what one of the most memorable ones was, the Mars Volta, De In the Comatorium. Uh, Somewhere I still have the original CD he bought, uh, but now I have a lot of love for the Mars Volta because of that.
2: That's interesting. I didn't think he would have been into that. Yeah,
1: and he's saying, uh, I always remember him thinking how trippy ICP was, and even buying a few CDs. uh, After he's showing them to him again somewhere, I even have the ICP fridge magnets uh, that he had got somewhere. Uh, wow. And he was very much enjoyed the music coming out of the Washington scene in the 90s, Nirvana, Alice in Chains, etc. Yeah, I really enjoyed Nirvana's uh, folk hero stuff, kind of stuff. So the song by uh, the Mars Volta uh, is. Uh, in-
2: Inter- interiatic?
1: Interiatic, ESP, ESP, I don't know. Um, but, and it's funny because I've actually seen them twice in concerts. In Fresno, really? I didn't know that. I never got yes. to see them. Um they opened for uh, System of a Down the first time I saw them, and then I believe when me, Jerry, uh, my Uncle Frank, and my cousin Frankie um, went and seen, I want to say the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I believe they also opened for them again. So that was wow. the second time i saw this band i didn't know but this is the one song i actually listened to this song the other day just to see okay do i remember it
4: mm-hmm.
1: and this is a song um that i do remember um i do want to get back to the, the icp well, we won't play into this stuff because we did a whole episode on them uh but no i do um have a story on Honorable that mention yes and um and that's gonna be funny as hell uh but uh yeah so here's uh the Mars Volta with Interiatic yeah the ESP <laughs> song in shit probably in years
2: i've never heard that song i've yeah. only heard their hit songs i'm gonna have to dive into it yeah, i think this
1: was um, i believe it's one of their hits but um uh, so <laughs>
2: oh my god what are you getting? okay
1: so um uh talking about uh, my dad like an icp <clears throat> so um i remember um i was a visiting one year and this was, um, I don't know, probably early 2001, 2002. Um, I believe Jerry was, um, uh, stationed in, uh, New Mexico. And, uh, so he, he called my dad and they're on the phone and, uh, he's like, Oh, Jerry's, uh, at this concert, uh, scene and sang, uh, ICP and sang Clown Posse, what it a- is. I'm like, yeah, so what? I've already seen them. Because I saw them back in, I believe, like, 2000, 99, 2000, something like that. Right. Uh, the uh, last and final time they ever came to Fresno. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, he's like, and my dad's on the phone with Jerry, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, he's already seen them. He's like, oh, I'm here. With, uh, I'm going to watch Bone thugs and harmony I was like, okay, I haven't seen them.
2: Ooh, he I'll, got to see them before you. Oh,
1: <laughs> I was pissed. And But I did get to see them, um, you know, about... Fight six years ago, but it wasn't all the members, but you know, I can still say I got to see, yeah. Yeah, So, Jerry got to see uh, Bones Like the Harmony before I did, but I saw Insane Clown Posse before him. So, uh, now this CD that um, my dad (laughs) came across was uh, their uh, Christmas it was a um, a Christmas CD. Oh, the Santa one, yes. And uh, I remember my dad calling me, he's like, Oh, I got this. I remember you liked that band in St. Clown Posse. Something. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, um, this is a uh the uh, Red Christmas. Uh, I know what Santa, Santa's a, couple... a big fat beezie. And, and then, yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, then, uh, this song, uh, uh, Santa's a big, uh, Santa's a fat bitch. And I just started busting up laughing. I'm like, oh my God, my dad actually bought in St. Clown Posse CD with, you know, like three or four. <laughs>
2: He's supposed to say it PG so mom can listen.
1: Oh, hey, that's the name of the song. Sorry, mom. I know, but... But you you, you know how dad was. So Um,
2: if (laughs) if you want to look it up, you can look it up. But I remember I used to leave the house in the morning to get to school in high school, and that song came on around Christmas time. And I used to hit record and then leave for the day and then come back and listen to the tape later to see what it recorded. And they had played that, and I thought it was absolutely hilarious And I didn't know who it was that was doing it at the time. Years later, I figured it out, became a huge fan. And I thought that was the greatest thing ever. I didn't know they put it on an album. I thought it was a one-off comedy thing they were doing. And to find out years later you had that album, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, that
1: was on the the Forgotten Freshness
2: uh, 1 and 2. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, (laughs) I wish we could play that right now because I would love to hear it again. But we're going to keep it PG uh, this episode. no. Um,
1: (laughs) so, uh, another one of, uh, dad's, um, you know, favorites, you know, he, he loved Johnny Cash. Um, I mean,
2: I don't know, I don't know anybody that really doesn't love Johnny Cash. I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan. I'm a bigger Willie Nelson fan. Oh, yes. But I gotta, I gotta say Johnny Cash is definitely up there, legendary status in the, in the country music that I listen to. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, um, it's just, um. Uh after uh he had passed after dad had passed, um that's when uh John had came out with Hurt and in, his uh, whole
2: album was covers yeah, right before it he was, passed. It was,
1: and um but you know, I had gotten into uh an argument with somebody online uh he's like, Oh no, this is the original and Nine Inch nails uh were the cover. I'm like, No. Nine snails no, no, totally did not. the original I um, think you told
2: me about that yeah, and I like, even backed you up cuz I'm like yeah no they're they're full of crap.
1: About. I mean like you know I you know me if, if I I see something I'm going to look it up. I know we
2: got we got into a debate over it wasn't even an argument it was a debate over the Metallica lyric on mm-hmm. the black album one time yeah. and you know no it's <clears throat> he is known and I'm like no yeah. and and you were right I had to go pull the CD out look at the when they used to put the lyrics yeah, in the album yeah, and, the and look at it. Up.
1: Yeah. Yeah and um you know, no, my uh, my dad, he loved Johnny Cash. Um, and this is probably I don't know, I could be wrong, but this might be one of his uh, favorite songs. It, it's so, one of the most famous because yeah, everybody's definitely, covered it, and you know, and it kind of ties in uh, to it definitely ties into yeah. Um, uh, so here's a uh, Ring of Fire.
7: To a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire
2: Yeah, I still so, love that song. Yeah, um there's been so many <clears throat> covers of that song.
1: Yeah. I have heard a, a few too. Um So, these other ones um they I mean, they're probably more just um like uh emotional for me just um not just mostly just cuz of the lyrics as, you know, like we always say um you know everybody, and especially when uh, we interviewed uh, Sean Ely uh, last week. Yeah, I know, actually, says name for once, right? Yes, I got that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's you know it, it's you know everybody, every artist they they do a song, and it could be uh, about you know something. And they have their own uh, uh, interpretation about what uh, they wrote, what the song is about. Yeah, the
2: reasons they did and it. And yeah. then,
1: then you listen to the song, and like me, you know, I can... There's uh, certain uh, you points... You interpret it differently. There's certain points of the song that, you know, I can uh, resonate with. Um, so, uh, here's one that is um, really... You know what? This one um, is is really close to my heart, because I have a story about this one. So... I don't remember the year. It was Christmas, and uh, my dad had got me. Um, oh crap! What was that shitty uh, Metallica album that came out? Saint so, Anger. Saint Anger. So he got me.
2: <laughs> okay, and, okay, it's not that. It's not that shitty, but it, it's not that bad. But, but it, it is. It, 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 it ranks highest with us with the worst album they ever done. Um, it's absolutely the worst album they've ever done it it
1: no, it would seem so enjoy, erratic to I, me. I know it now that I'm older. I actually enjoy it more I'll but, give
2: it a second chance
1: yes, but, but um here's the thing so for Christmas, um my dad and uh, my stepmom had got me this album uh for Christmas and they uh, got my little brother this stained album, really. So we would be in his room. He was, you know, like 11, 12 years old. And they put on his little CD player or put it on the PlayStation. And I'd sit yeah. there and listen listen to this song. And, and this is one of those memories that, you know, I'm, I'm up there in South Dakota, you know, hanging out. I get to hang out with my little brother, listening to this song. And then you know, years later, um, you know, this, now I can actually, you know, understand the. the The lyrics and the understand what you know, or give it no a mean to myself. Yeah. Um so here's stained with so far away.
2: yeah that uh dude that song without any meaning behind it from what it came from you still uh, hits hard yeah i believe this
1: was uh, the album that my little brother had i could be wrong it might have been another one that was another song but i mean this one either way um you know this song um is so um you know well uh,
2: vince sevenfold did a version yeah. uh, not 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 necessarily a version of this it was their own yeah, song yeah and but and, it, it and was also was, so far away and it's yeah and
1: then that uh, uh was uh, right after uh um was it i believe the rev uh had passed yeah and uh and, you know they were best friends and you know so I, that I was listened, another
2: and, correlation of somebody being gone and,
1: and i'd listen to that song and uh, you know it uh uh, it would remind me of my dad, then losing uh, my best friend. Um, now this next song is—it uh, it, it was it, a
2: song that I heard. You hadn't heard it yet at the time, no. And it, as soon as I finished watching this video, I was instantly—I was—I was—I wasn't crying like dripping tears, but it definitely made me feel super depressed. It made me uh, miss the people that I had lost and. Then when he said a certain line in there, I thought of you instantly, and I sent you a link to YouTube or whatever, mm-hmm. and said, "Dude, I don't know why, but this screamed at me. Send this to Matt because it makes him. It's gonna make him think of his dad."
1: Yeah, and I do remember that night. I was with uh, my ex girlfriend. Uh, we were drinking that night, and then yeah course he got me at the wrong time because i was of course, course and... i i
2: have shitty timing i mean <laughs> sorry ma nah, i have and, bad timing.
1: and uh, uh you know and it's one of my favorite songs um i showed it to uh, uh my one of my best friend chris um after um yeah, his dad had passed and uh, and it's you know and it and he, this is one of like his favorite songs too. Yeah, because uh, because he can relate to you know how I I felt the first time I heard it, and and still and, I feel I, and we both anytime we hear the song we both feel you know we know what we're feeling because yeah. you know we know the loss of a father. Uh, so
2: here's uh, wait, wait, wait. So and, and on top of <clears throat> that, when I had heard it, I had thought, Wow, I grew up without my dad. I wonder, you know, if he'd be proud of me or whatever. Even though he turned me away when I was mm-hmm. young, and then it turned to that thought of, I gotta send this to Matt. Yeah,
1: and then and you no, know, they saying that it's it kind of goes with my dad because we know he, that he was proud of us. I mean, Jerry even said it because yeah, there's there's not, there's never a thought, you know, never 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 a question of not, it. Not, you never knew never he was proud of that. you. He knew his our dad was proud of him. And I know my dad's proud of me cuz now I, I found my niche. I'm doing something that I love. I love I look forward to this every week. Yes. Um and you know and we're starting to uh, we're we're, we're catching on here. Yeah. yeah. We're we're getting, you know, bigger and bigger and who would have thought, you know, 7 months ago we'd be where we're at now. Yeah, exactly. And now we got, you know, a couple interviews. We got one live interview. Um you know and you know this is i mean i love this this is so much fun for me but and, um but here's, here's poppy evil. Pop evil torn to pieces
2: This is just the lead up, he's sleeping on the couch and he's had a bit too much to drink and he wakes up to the TV coming on and uh, an old videotape is in there of him watching some memories of him and his dad. comes some audio from the family video that he's watching. happy new year
10: to all of all of uh
11: Yes. <sighs> and We are
5: uh really happy to have you all all of you here. They rock out
4: tomorrow.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so that was um uh, dedicated to his own father. <coughs> yeah, no, that um that Oh, that's, that song's uh Yeah, it
2: hits me hard every time. That's why I don't play it that often. It's one of my favorites, and I don't play it that often, but it ties into the videotape of your dad filming you singing that song. Yeah. And, and this fell right into it, and I came across it one day, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to tell Matt about this. And you hadn't yeah. seen it yet. And you told me that story about being at your ex's house and totally the wrong time. I said, "I'm sorry, dude. I had to do it. It came over me like I can't. I can't say no when God tells you to do something. I had to send it to you."
1: Yeah. No. No. It's uh, and no, I'm. I'm glad too because. Um, yeah,
2: and it's uh, affected other people's lives yeah, too. You know, they able it to you
1: know show uh, guests and say one of my best friends you know, Tim or whoever uh, <laughs> you know go ahead and uh, email send. Uh, yep. You know, no. Tell well, me how it's many. It's already been said, so it's out there. Yeah, tell me how many times I said oh, my best friend. Uh, so well, we'll um, um, so um, is well, I want to play a clip of this okay. last one, Absolutely. and this is going to tie in into um, our our final song uh, when we wrap up. Okay. So th- I want to listen to a part piece of this original.
4: Mm. Uh,
1: now this was definitely oh actually let me go two, two more songs. I got okay. two more. Okay. okay. So. Um, my dad, he was a huge Neil Diamond fan. Yes. Um, so while you're, uh, the looking at, um, I don't know, this, this song, um, I mean, everybody knows, uh, the Sweet Caroline, um, Cracklin' Rosie, you know, uh, there's, um, so many, um, uh, ...that he can do, and
2: uh, it's... um. Why don't you just say it? it. So, okay, so Harvest Moon <laughs> was... <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, you know,
1: yeah. um, I, Unless I'm wrong. Unless that was Neil Young. That
2: was Har- the Harvest Moon was Neil Young. Neil
1: Young. I'm sorry. Okay, so I was... Okay, I'm... Yeah. I'm...
8: Yeah.
2: I'm, so here we go. Three, two, so,
1: one. Okay, so Neil Young, Harvest Moon... And then we'll get into our final song by Neil Young that ties into our final song. Okay, so you know what? Just leave, uh, leave it all that crap in. Okay, leave it so, all in.
2: Don't take it out and post so because I, you, I, you got me all jacked up over here. I,
1: I, I messed up. Uh, uh, I said uh, Neil Diamond uh, Harvest Moon, which I meant Neil Young Harvest Moon. But in the search bar on YouTube, it says Nielsen Diamond Harvest Moon. And it's, a somehow it's a hybrid. The song came <laughs> up. <laughs> <I can't, laughs> no, that's 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 funny right there.
2: Yeah, you oh, got me all jacked up oh, with that. I, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to keep up with you here and you're like you got me typing Nielsen Diamond. Nielsen
1: Diamond, uh, yeah, if if anybody can Google that one, um yeah, you can probably find the, our dumbasses on there some. Um, so um here's uh, one of the last songs we're gonna talk about. Uh, you know, my dad was a, a huge Neil Young fan. Um when I remember hearing the song, um you know, um, I think I was probably younger, and I'll you know, listen to him. And uh, me and him, we used to go on our trips uh, to the next town over when he lived in, um, you know, the middle of nowhere in South Dakota. Uh, it was about, like, a 30, 45-minute uh, trip in his truck. And, uh, of course, I you know we listened to uh, Bob Seger, um, you know, and uh, I had got my first uh, Metallica album, the Black Album. He's he was like, go put that in, or... Uh, would go into town and we listen to, um, the Forrest Gump son- soundtrack, mm. which we talked about, uh, plenty of times. And, oh, that's, that's probably one of my favorite soundtracks. Because I don't think there's one sorry song on that whole soundtrack. Cause that's like the whole 60s, 70s. A lot of classics. And that's just, you know, uh, but, uh, this one, um, Now that I know when I got older and I started listening to it, um, I can uh, um, they know it's 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 not about what I went through, but uh, it definitely resonates. And um, this is probably one of my favorite uh, Neil Young songs. And uh, then our our final song at uh, the end um, is a cover, a kind of a cover of this, but here's the original. So here's Neil Young. With Old Man
3: Time to pee Old
10: man, look at my life I'm a lot like you were Old man, look at my life lot like you were old man look at my life 24 and there's so much more live alone in a paradise that makes me I've lost such a cost, give me things that don't get lost, like a coin that won't get tossed, rolling. mean that much to me to mean that much to you i've been first and last look at how the time goes past but i'm all alone at last rolling home to you
1: yeah so yeah that was a uh... Neil Diamond, uh, Neil, <laughs> I it said it again. It again. Uh, Neil Young's um, "Old Man," old man, and it's—I uh, mean, for me, it's a—it's a very powerful song. Um, so, I mean, that's uh, our episode. And before we get out of here, um, we're gonna check our emails. Well, check our
2: emails. We got some big news. And we uh, officially hit a thousand listeners the other day. Oh, um, oh. we want to let you know that our our store is open. Yes. ReadyPlayerApparel.com. We have an official .com address. Uh, Order what you want from there. We haven't done a quality control yet. We ordered a t-shirt to see how it's going to come out, so everything is very primitive. And payments will go through, but shipping is taking forever because we are a new store. Mm -hmm. And payments on our end take forever to clear, and so... We're a bunch of nobody selling products right now, but, but we appreciate it if you want to order something, go for it. Yeah, but now
1: we are a small business owners.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, we did. We never planned to do this, no. but by popular demand, people kept asking for yeah. shirts or yeah.
1: shot glasses or whatever, so we have it. And, and it was back when we only had like maybe 500 <laughs> listeners, and now we're over 1,000, and now we're...
2: Yeah, we're over 1,000, We're really for sure. doing it, and... um. <coughs> so we have um i just lost my train of thought uh, email no yeah yeah but it wasn't what i was thinking um anyways <laughs> my brain just said nope yep um so we got an email from timmy oh yeah dedicated timmy he emailed us he goes uh matthew frederick robert good born june 29th 1971 is a canadian musician he was the lead singer-songwriter for the Matthew Good Band, one of the most successful alternative rock bands in Canada during the 1990s and early 2000s. Since the band disbanded... Huh, that's that's I never expected to say that in a sentence. Oh, Since yeah. the band disbanded in 2002, <laughs> Good has pursued a solo career and established himself as a political commentator and mental health activist between 1996 and 2016 with sales by Matthew Good Band included... Good was the 25th best-selling Canadian artist in Canada. Good has been nominated for 21 Juno Awards during his career, winning four awards. So, um, um,
1: I don't know. If, maybe, you wanna, maybe we could do that next time. Um, we can we
2: can play this next time if you want.
1: Yeah, no, no let's. Um, and, hey, thanks for the
2: email, Tim. And uh, well, we're going to keep this one about the firefighters on this one. Yeah, and it's, um, we'll, uh, we'll we'll dive into that uh, one
1: on on our next episode. Yeah, we'll uh, get back to it. Um,
2: you know, let's see. Uh, I think that was the one we have this week. But Sean did call me. That's what I was going to say. Sean oh, called yeah. me earlier on my way home from work <laughs> to set up for the show. And he wanted to thank us for doing the episode with him. We want to thank him for doing the episode yeah, yes, with us. Th- thank you, Sean. Um, yeah, that,
1: that was so awesome. And, um, you know, from that, um, you know, my, my brother did, you know, like, you know, a while back, he did, you know, hey, you know, why not you guys interview me, you know, talk about my career. And we were like, okay, you know, because we're still starting out and, you know, we we didn't have the kind of stuff that we do now i mean we, so we still do but uh, you know but you were definitely uh, uh I, w- I don't want to say a test subject but yeah i mean it was a sample uh,
2: anyways what yeah. i was <clears throat> saying was if you'd shut up if it, it was he was calling to let to let us know that he appreciated that everybody's wanting to share the episode they're calling him his phone's blowing up and uh i wanted i told him on the phone that his episode, his part on the episode where we did uh, part two of the 90s, yeah, uh, One Hit Wonders, it hit 75 listeners within 36 hours, and then it shot to our number one most listened to episode at 94 listeners within 48 hours. And we can check those numbers now to see if that episode's still on top and to see what our analytics are. Oh, it, but it, it I told him is. he uh, we well, – let's refresh it here again, but – um we hit over a thousand by monday morning yeah and uh we put up a post on our instagram that i put i got a 99 999 listeners but a ain't one in yeah. reference to the jay-z song <laughs> which if you know what yeah. that is you know what it is i'm not gonna say it on here because yeah. we got a listener so um right now our standings are at 1052 listeners and we gained a few more subscribers wow so our Top episode now hits at 98 total downloads with Sean's interview at the front of our 90s One Hit Wonders Part 2. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I think we gained a few countries. I don't. You had? Do you still have the list, or is that in the other notebook? Uh, no, it's in it's the, in other, the other
1: one. This is uh, my uh, fire red uh, notebook they gave me last yeah. week.
2: Yeah, so which ties in perfectly with yeah. our firefighter episode. That,
1: yeah, uh, when I started writing all my stuff down, uh, I was like, you know what, it's the red notebook. Firefighters. Um, yeah, I definitely have to use this too um, as a dedication to the uh, the men and women out there that are fighting fires, uh, even the fires that people don't know about. And you know, it's uh now it's uh, so much uh, respect for them and uh, what they do.
2: Yeah, well absolutely. I ran into a cat this morning, uh we were waiting for the building to get unlocked and he had this accent and I said, Hey, where uh, I love that accent, where are you from? And he goes, Uh, where did he say he was from? I forgot. It was oh not an in Indian country. Um I can't remember where it was from, but I gave him I gave him a link to our show. And I said, we got listeners all over the world. We're in like 18 different countries now. And like it wasn't Calcutta. Now. It wasn't Calcutta or something like that. I can't remember where oh, wow. it was from exactly. But I got his number, <clears> and uh, <throat> I shot him a text with uh, the link to our show in there. Oh. And he said he's going to give it a listen. I said, dude, I appreciate that, dude. I would love to have uh, – he goes, dude, i got friends all over the world in, in Dubai and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And they would love to hear a podcast. We dig on podcasts. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. I appreciate that. So I –
4: Oh, I yeah, shot him and, a Texan. Uh, oh, and
1: speaking of uh, new followers too. Um, last Sunday, you know, oh, and we haven't really mentioned it since for the past couple weeks. But well, football is in full effect. Man, I'm into and, that uh, we can uh, go back to hating on each other's teams. Yes, uh, but uh, me and my buddy—he's <clears throat> he's a freaking cowboy fan. I
2: know. I saw your I saw your Instagram post, and I was like, oh, you you let somebody with a garbage jersey on, and yeah. then there's a passenger yeah
1: and, <laughs> it was snapchat <laughs> yeah and um you know of course me we in washington so we end up going to uh la fiesta oh did you and uh you know just you know watching football have a couple beers and um and he he goes there all the time and uh because all the bartenders know him and stuff and i don't know somehow we started talking and i was like yeah nah. and she he was like oh hey you no, know, he has a podcast and she's like really like yeah she's like well no no further you have i was like yeah you know i mean we know we've been doing it when you know you know so many listeners you know so many countries she's like really you know i love listening to podcasts so like, what is it no like what do you want i'm like oh i'm on uh spotify uh um pandora, pandora yeah and uh, she's like, okay no i got spotify she's like oh what is it no like, i told her she's like oh is this you and i was like yeah she's like oh here look boop follow yeah and then this is a bartender (laughs) yeah i was
2: donating platelets last saturday because i go every other saturday and there was a gal that absolutely gorgeous too um hooking me up to the machine and she goes somehow we got on the subject of podcasts and i was like yeah i gotta go We, we just recorded a show last night and we we drink a little bit when we do our show and she goes oh what do you mean a show and i was like oh a podcast and she goes, oh, really? And I told her about it, and she looked it up. She goes, I'm going to follow you. I said, all right, well, shoot us an email or something. So maybe she got busy and hasn't shot an email yet, or I overlooked it because we're setting up our business. We've been getting oh, yeah. you know a ton of emails. <laughs> um, but she goes, I love podcasts. I'm going to go listen. I said, yeah, cool. I appreciate that. <clears throat> but looking at our list here, we got Gene. Whoa, where is that? I don't know where that is. Uh, we got huh. Winnie Muka. Huh. Is that like... Winnie the Pooh or Win- Win- Winnemucca.
1: Winnemucca? Winnemucca, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Okay, Walledport. Well, that's a new one.
2: That's a new one. These are all in the States. Yeah, yeah. Battle Mountain, I still like the name of that. Oh, yeah, I love that. Orosi uh, that's not changed. It turns out it's not the guy from work. He doesn't listen to podcasts, so somebody else in Orocy. <sighs> ah. um, what is it, Allentown? Allentown, uh, I don't remember that one. Remember that one. These are all in the States, but... Well, Mount Vernon. And Now, is that Virginia... I don't know. I don't have my phone. It's hooked up over there. Uh, Cle- um, oh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, that's a, that, I believe that's a new one. I don't know. Bagoda. I don't remember that one. Bagoda, you know, maybe. <clears throat> Somerville. I remember that one. Lamont. These are all in the States. These wow. are Gatlinburg. We've had that one. These are pretty cool.
1: I appreciate this. Yes, yes. You know, Tuscaloosa.
2: They, Is that Alabama? T- Tuscaloosa. I, I remember hearing I, that name. Know, we, we did that. I think we had that one last week. Oh, uh, Cuneca, Ecuador, we had oh. that one, Guatemala, oh, yeah. Uh, Acapulco de Juarez, Mexico, yeah, Mexico yeah. Uh, we still got the Italy, Berlin, Heist-Opdenberg, yeah, Belgium. Yeah, that's a new one. Croydon, United Kingdom. Oh, oh wait, yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah, that oh, one. Oh, well, Manchester, I do remember. Manchester, I remember well, that Cri- one. Croydon, no, I don't remember, holy crap. Croydon.
4: <clears throat> holy
2: Croydon uh yep. kigali yeah. rwanda sanaa yemen yeah. canada anchorage alaska uh these are all still yeah. the same right here but cadillac Ooh, look at that cadillac oh
1: yeah cadillac and uh... oh wait wait there's belfouche that's three and then the rapid city yeah in which my pa- little pa brother rump. lives in rapid city right and so he must have gave my our podcast to
2: some of his friends that live that's in cool foosh well look at this right here paw rump P a h r u m p pa rump pa, pa- rump huh. rappa the rappa I don't know I oh, don't know that's a new um, one it's what's that uh, Ames Ames yeah I don't even know where that is but I've heard Jeez. that one before Paraguay we got cool. Paraguay now Cayman Islands we've had yeah. those I think Poland Sparks uh, Nevada Sparks Nevada Iselia yeah. Los Angeles Lemoore um how high are we up in the states here we got Las Vegas Fresno yeah, let's see. So, we got two hundred and forty nine listeners that are locationed off, but dude, we hit a thousand man. That was one of your goals. Oh my god! It's now we're gonna go for two thousand. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, And you know what? And I, I talked to a couple of my friends, and <clears throat> uh, I, I was definitely nervous about uh, doing this episode because uh, I, you know, I was doing another interview, and plus it was something I'll, I I want to be able my family to be listening to. Yeah, and. Uh, i've just been like a nervous wreck all week i mean i write down stuff and i just don't know how the interview's going to go um and how um you know plus uh you know with my dad's birthday being on uh, sunday uh but uh, you know this uh it's turned out jerry thank you again for you know taking the time out of your day and um you know just talking to us about the firefighting and um you know and then maybe that gave some people, uh, you know, uh inside look on, you know uh, something what, that they what, took for what, granted. What you do and you know, something that they didn't um uh know about. Uh so from Ready Player U, I'm Matthew. And I'm Michael. And, and Cheers. Thank
2: you. Cheers and to the we'll firefighters see you next time. all out there saving lives. And thank you. Woo. Episode was
11: fire. He didn't have much, a pair of hard working hands. Everything that I needed, that got it from the old man. With the nine second like dream, he drove the red light, bend it, and the grease on his hands was the way he commanded. In the life he demanded, it kept us all the soul in a struggle. When he ruled with his fists, it kept us all out of trouble. Was hard on his sleeve By the way that he walked He taught me how to believe At the track He had a reason For being fast His heart fell like breaking He looked right up At the ceiling And start again Never breathe a word Of his loss Cause it's not about winning It's the rivers you cross And the pain that you feel Could be the fuel That you use And if you need direction Be it the path That you choose My old man is a legend He casts a shadow So great I think of how he is Watching with every move That I make Old oh man Look at my life I Take a look
10: Take a look Old oh man, look at my life
11: Yeah, life, life, life. The of my life. The old man, old man Take a look at my life take a look Take a look the Old man, old man Take a look at my life Yeah, the sound of life. There's no slowing down there's only setting the pace No more dreams will be stolen Just the right was the chase Ooh, you've been through the worst Now you know who to trust Leave them
3: something behind for the ashes and dust. Oh man, look at my life. life, life. Oh man,
11: look at my life, 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 life. Oh man, oh man, take a look at my life. Cause I'm a lot like you.